0: listening to season 2 of the living library radio podcast series. The Living Library is a multimodal storytelling program of the New Canadian Centre Peterborough that aims to share human stories of immigration and integration. In this series, you'll meet six newcomers living, working, and building their lives in Peterborough and Northumberland in Ontario, Canada. They hail from El Salvador, Peru, Syria, and Venezuela. And have many stories to share with you. This series is produced by the New Canadian Centre in partnership with Trent Radio. And now, here's your host, Jill Stabley.
1: Thank you, Bisham. Yep, it's me, Jill Stabley, Director of Programming at Trent Radio 92.7 CFFFFM and your host for Season 2 of the Living Library radio podcast series. This week, we meet Ajil al Musa, a newcomer from Syria, He'll tell us his story, followed by an interview.
2: Hello, my name is Ajil al musa I call myself now as a, a Syrian-Canadian. I am from Syria, Arraq city. I've been living in Bitterborough for five years now. I did uh, pass my high school diploma here. In Thomas A. Sturtas with all amazing students and teachers. And I'm starting um, my Fleming as an EA. I finished my first semester, second semester, and I'm starting with the third now. And I live with my family, which is I have three siblings and my parents. And yes, I am thankful to be in Canada with this all amazing people here. Of course, the few years was very difficult for us, for me and for my family, because when we come in here July of twenty sixteen, we don't have any any English, all of us. So all all the, the people around us, they starting to support us, they starting to give us a good time to restart our life away from, from the war, from everything we saw in Syria. The support team was grateful thing to have here in Canada, which is the NCC. They're doing great with us. They support us with a lot of things, especially with the, the thing you, they give to us. First, we came, which is called a sponsor group. They did a lot, a lot for us. And two other families still with us until now. They didn't leave us. I'm going to thank them so much for all the things they did for us. The NCC and the sponsor group, because without them in the few years, we don't know nothing in Canada. The NCC and the supporting people, it's amazing to have in Canada and they would never leave you alone. Also, the friends you meet. I, when I'm in high school, my ASL my teacher, she teach me a word. I will never forget it. She said, help me to help you. If you don't help yourself, I'm not going to help you. That's the great work she teaches me, and I, she still have in my mind. If I don't help myself, no one can help me. Also, the, I'm going to go back and talk about the high school, the amazing teachers and people there, because when you go, they did the hard work. Even like July 2016, I speak no English, and now I'm in college now, so they did their great work for me. And for everyone else who is who, new to Canada, who has no English, they support him. Their, their smile always gives you like a chance to, to refresh, to restart your day. So th- that's amazing. And the friend also there, they, they support you a lot. They teach you a new word. They, they're trying to learn from you, to teach you something new. So that's the high school was a great thing we did here in Canada. They help us a lot. As I said, the NCCU too. And the friend who you meet, I meet a great person. Here's a great Iraqi man. He speak my own language. So he's been a while here in Canada. Uh, he is also married from uh, a Canadian woman. They did help me a lot. So that's the point I'm going to talk. So if you don't help yourself, as the teacher said, if you don't help yourself, no one can help you bitter bro it's a great place to live here i've been traveling a lot in canada so i see a capital of city the best city to live it's bitter bro i mean not not all the cities it's not good there are amazing and the great people but just because it's busy and the stuff and like here's kind of cooled down and like everything is going well it's not that busy here so i like bitter bro too much from the Five years experience I lived there. The amazing people smiling in your face in the street and everything they do for you. And I want to say end of this story. Thank you for everyone who's support us in Canada, who's give us a chance to complete our life in the safe place.
1: Thank you so much for sharing your story with us today. There must be a lot of memories going back over the past five years, lots of new information, lots of things you've learned, this idea, you know, that you've gone through high school and you're in college now. But can we go back to the first day in Canada? Do you remember the day you arrived in Canada and your journey to Peterborough?
2: Of course, Jill. I will never forget that day for sure. It was actually, it was 14 July 2016 I arrived in Peterborough around five o'clock afternoon. So I was, to be honest, I was crying from the Toronto airport until here. So I, it was everything you knew. I like when you passed the, the 401 and you entered the 115. You will not see too much houses or too much going on in the high one fifteen, like you feel a little bit nervous. You don't know where you're going. The driver he can't talk to you. The language is different, so must've be a hard moment in this time, and your mind give you everything like it's gonna happen in every moment. So it was a very hard day until I see um, an NCC people who's waiting for us in the house. There was an amazing people, uh, which is Michael and Michael. They have, We have two Michaels. I This is the first hours I meet. I meet the two Michaels. There's amazing. One of the Michaels, he speak my my language. Michael Nam, I think. He's a great person. He helped us, me and my families, with a lot of things to do. And also, Michael, he, he helped us other a lot of things. He gave me a job. He, he is the owner of the Silver Bean Cafe. He gave me the job in the first summer here. Yeah, he gave me a chance to, to try a new thing. So the first two years, I'm going to say, was very difficult for me in Canada. But as the teacher said to me, help you to help yourself. So everything going to go well if you, if you want to learn, if you want to do things for yourself.
1: That's so wonderful that you had such a great welcome and such a, a supportive team of people who could help you to help yourself, who could offer you the the opportunities that that you could take to help yourself.
2: That's a true, Joe.
1: How did you feel about moving to Canada? What were your expectations before you made that trip?
2: To be honest, I was saying, no, I'm not going to travel with you. I said to my parents, I'm going to stay there. I was leaving Lebanon. So I, I said no, I'm not gonna move with you guys. After the conversation, a lot of conversations said, okay, I'm gonna go with you. And like it was very difficult, Joel. I said the language, the language, it's so important here in Canada. Because if I'm gonna like say in my language hello, no one gonna understand me. I'm going to say it for everyone now. I hope they cannot understand me. So it was being very difficult. And I dis- I take my decision the first couple of days to say no. And after I think and I do research about Canada and the people who's working there and they do everything. So I said it's a good a new thing to to try this experience.
1: It is a very big change. It's a big deal. And it, it is very scary trying to learn a new language, moving somewhere very different. You can't, you can't share your ideas or ask for help or ask questions. But I can see now on your face that you're happy being here. I can see that you're not afraid anymore. So can you tell me what it's actually like to live in Peterborough for you now? How does it feel to be part of Peterborough's community?
2: Uh, true, Jill. I feel now it's my, my home bro it's like being the second home for me it's amazing the you know it's it's the you can you can choose your your own road so it's if you choose the the wrong road you will never like bitter you will never if I choose the wrong road you will never know me but I choose the, the good road so I meet all the great people I meet a capital of friends in downtown bitter they you know their smiling is always good. Yeah, that's why they give you a thing to love bitterbro, to like bitterbro. All the people likes you, say hello and the road for you. So that's a great thing to have in bitterbro. So I like bitterbro too much right now. It's been like my second home.
1: I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy that you found home. It's an important thing no matter where you're from or where you are. Finding home is a really important aspect to having a, a happy life. And it sounds like one of your biggest hurdles, though, was the language. How did you learn to speak English? Who supported you? Did you take classes?
2: Yes. A lot of people, they did support me with that, especially my, uh, my teachers in high school. In the ESL class, which is standing for English as a Second Language. So this class they did. I meet a lot of different people from different country there, which is amazing. There, a couple of teachers who teach me there. One of them who teach me the word helped me to help you, Miss Wodecker. I'm gonna say hello to her. Yeah, every so they they did support me a lot of things. So you see, right now I'm talking with you English. Yeah, so so they support us a lot. As the NCC, they're doing um, uh, what's called uh, a homework club. So a homework club, it's look like, like um, two days at the week after school. I remember that day It's been so long. It's Tuesday and Thursday, I believe. Yeah, it they ha- they have all the the student there. They they help them. They doing their homework. They learn in new English. They they trying to mix. To mix the cultures together, that's the part of the, the homework club that mix the culture together. So that's kind of help you to learn English. If you see a new people and like you have a challenge, sometimes you don't understand the word. You you translate it in Google Translate, or you use someone of your friend. But but you understand it. You learn it. You learn a new word. So that's that's the the lot of thing help you to learn English here.
1: Do you remember, like, is there a significant moment when you remember feeling confident to speak in English? It,
2: it's take me about, I'm not going to say a full two years, but around two years. Yeah. They, they take me that time because it's like the English, they have similar word. They mean the same thing, but it's. You know, it's different word. That's that's the part of confusing of English. So sometimes, yeah, it's difficult. And uh, that time they take me to learn English.
1: Yeah. English is so difficult. English is it, so difficult.
2: It is so difficult <laughs> yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. It's confusing sometimes.
1: You talked about starting college last year as an educational assistant. Can you tell us more about why you chose that job and, and what you hope to be doing?
2: Yes, it's okay. Uh, here's the big, big part of, of the changing here. I, I was thinking to be a teacher because I said the, the grade work, because like without the teacher, we don't have no engineers, no doctor, no, no anything of those because the teacher who teach all these people. So I, I trying to be a teacher and I love this job. And like after that, after I sitting my uh, my my teacher in high school, they they told me it's a big road to choose here. The teacher, you, you have to study a lot. So she told me about this program and she explained about to me, like it, she said, it's two years a program and you're going to be working with the kids, same as a teacher, but with a teacher, not by yourself. So it's a great program. I, I do research about this program, which is amazing. And the, the second thing, let me choose this program with the people who who's give you who's who give you all this support. So I, I'm trying to give something back f- what from what I take. Yeah, like the NCC, they give me a lot of help in the homework club. So I'm trying when I get my diploma, I'm gonna hold coming back in this club as in helping, not I need help. Same thing at the school, I'm I'm helping there, not not taking help from them. So I'm trying to give back what I take.
1: My my husband works as an educational assistant in the school board. And it's such an important job. And I think that the ability to have you as a resource in a school to understand maybe what some newcomers are going through and not just being able to help them with their math or their science, but to understand learning a new culture and learning a new space. I think it's very meaningful that that you're choosing this path.
2: Yeah, this is this is was the part of the NCC the mixing of the culture. So they they was inviting me for a lot of um, activities and the trip, which is have a lot of people from different countries. So they they let you meet them all and like they said hello for all of them and like you starting meet other people other culture. They do a batluck together, which is you know all different uh, food or yeah you learn a lot from that luck.
1: The title of your talk in the living library is you can choose your road in Canada. Can you tell us a bit more what you mean by this?
2: Yes. I was saying that to Bisham was you can choose your own road. You're choosing your own road. If if I want to choose the good road, I have to work hard. I have to follow the rules. I have to do everything to be in the good road, to choose their like, I have a goal, I have to to do all the hard work to to put this goal on. So that's, that's the good road. If I, if I need to choose the bad road, it's very easy. It's very easy. You can go and like do all the bad stuff and let people hate you. And like, it's, it's by yourself. You let people love you or people hate you. If I respect all people People should respect you, not give you the, the buzz for you. So that's that's the meaning of you can choose your own world.
1: It sounds like that's the road that that takes you to your community. And to be part of a community, you have to be accountable. You have to be ready to do the work.
2: Yes, it to be honest, still take me take time until now to be part of the community. But yeah, the the good road you choose, the road, the good road you choose, it's always good. Do your hard work and you get there. Just patient, do all the hard work, follow the rules and you will be there.
1: What other advice do you have for young people who are trying to learn English and transition to living in Peterborough, learning a new culture, meeting new people, having a hard time choosing between the good road and the the bad road? What advice do you have to young people who are facing the same challenges that you've overcome?
2: Sure, it's, I'm going to say for them, the first thing, it's the patient. Without the patient, you're going to choose the, the bad road so quick. Yeah, you have to be a lot of patient, have to take a lot of patient. And the second thing, you have to follow the rules and work hard, work hard for yourself. I was a member in, in my ESL class, I was writing all the the English word I learned the small the bigger and I translate them behind them so it's it's stick in my mind I can use them for for the sentence so that's why how, how I learned English I translate all the world I write them so I put them together as a sentence and I start to speak so that's that's a great way you can learn and the if you follow the teachers the teachers are amazing and they're gonna put you on the on the good road for sure.
1: You talk a lot about the this wonderful program, the after school program with the NCC, that where you've you know had the support of meeting with other other kids and teachers and uh, Mrs. O'Daker was that her name? Yes. Yeah, from from school, <laughs> how does your family fit into this? You say you have three siblings. Are they younger or older than you? How did you support each other through all of this transition?
2: Uh, my siblings they're all younger than me. The the two of them i have um, they coming as right away in elementary school they didn't go to high school right away the elementary school i had an an uh, um, placement day there in highland heights i go there which is amazing team they are working together a great team so they don't they don't let the, the child put in his mind he's coming to study like he's they they let him He's coming to his home to play or do something, but they teach him. So my my little brothers, they, they don't take that time like me to, to learn that English. They learn so fast, faster than me. So that's, uh, yeah, that's one of the points in the elementary school. It's good. I wish I coming as a, a child to do the elementary school here, but I... I'm out of the luck of that, so it it was a good time there, and uh, they help they help them my my parents also. Now they speak a little bit of English, there because if uh, they taking the same the same program, which is ESL, and and uh, Fleming College, yeah, they teach, they learn a lot of English, so that. The people I told you, it's amazing here to help you and give you support, as I say before. Even even I I said, like, when I started my um, my college one year ago, and it wasn't all online, beginning of COVID, I, like, say, no, it's not a place for me. It's hard. I can't do it. I, like, the people I met, I said, like, uh, my friend is from Iraq, his wife, is Canadian. She told me, I can give you a hand. Like she helped me a lot. Like we sit in zoom or we together. And like, she, she helped me. She explained to me a lot of things. Also the friend that I meet in downtown, she, they said, don't worry. It's, it's all good. It's, you have, you have to do it either way online or in, in school, you have to done this. So you have patience and you will do it. And they helped me. They helped me a lot with this. So I thank them so much. They are a great people. And that's the way you learn English.
1: How do you say thank you? Is it shukran?
2: You say it right. It's shukran. Shukran for all of you. Yes.
1: This year, you began sharing your story through the NCC's Living Library. What has that experience been like for you? And why has it been important to share your story?
2: It's important to me. I want all the newcomers see all the the library story in, in the NCC page, read all these stories. you will see you will see as me a lot of people who's coming who have no English, who can nothing and right now he speak. you will you will do all of this hard working and you will be there for sure. Sometimes you cannot be one of the person who's sharing his story. So that's the why I like to share my story for all these newcomers.
1: Can you tell us a bit more about what the experience has been like? What what have you done to to learn to write your story or to share your story? How did you find your story? Who have you shared it with?
2: I find I shared my story with um, Bisham. Bisham, who's found out the story, he said, if you're going to tell me your story, we're going to break it up and make it a good story and put it in the NCC page. I said, yeah, why not? And we meet a couple of times together. And he said, your your story is a great story. And we can can we share it for other people? Can we? Yeah. And I said, yeah, why not? I like, We have uh, done a couple of things, me and Bisham, like this. I do one of them in uh, elementary school, one of them in high school. So I did share my story with them.
1: I'm so grateful that you've taken the time and the confidence to share your story with us. Your path is meaningful. Um, Your message is strong and clear uh, that you have to help yourself in order for other people to help you. And I'm so happy that you have found such a wonderful community of people to help you succeed. And I am grateful as a community member that you will be helping students in our community to learn to help themselves too.
2: Thank you.
0: You can learn more about The Living Library Project by visiting the New Canadian Centre's website at www.nccpeterborough.ca forward slash livinglibrary.
1: The music used in this series was performed and recorded by local musician and multi-instrumentalist Matthew Watson.